Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, which is Apartments.com. Apartments.com has more rental listings than anywhere else. So finding the perfect place is easier than ever. And so is finally moving in together. Just the two of you. It's a big step. Lots of new responsibilities, lots of adjustments. Most likely uh, they'll wake you up at odd hours to go to the bathroom and you'll most definitely find yourself in trouble coming home late for dinner and they might even unroll all your toilet paper next time. It's just what happens when you two find a new place together. But you're not doing it because you feel like it. No, you're doing it because you love them. Because they're family. And that's why Apartments.com has more pet-friendly rental listings on the internet so that you and your furry family can find the perfect new place together. Apartments.com, the place to find a pet-friendly place. Thank you so much, Apartments.com, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Hi, everyone. My name is Tyler Oakley, and you are listening to Psychobabble, an unfiltered half hour of gossip sessions, pop culture scrutiny, and stories we've never told in videos. It's not just crazy talk, it's Psychobabble. This week, we discuss the Cheaper by the Dozen reboot, we rebrand Ponxatawney Phil to piss off Fox News, we figure out the difference between horse girls and girls who gallop, and we mourn the shocking departures on this week's Drag Race. Subscribe anywhere you listen to podcasts and join our exclusive Psychobabble community at patreon.com slash psychobabble. If you're not on our Discord, you're only getting half the babble. Hi, Corey. Wait, I'm not ready. Oh, just kidding. I am ready. Oh, oh not. Not. Oh, not, <laughs> not, I am ready. Where does it end? Uh, well, well, are you never- ready? Everything's got a beginning and an end, baby, and a middle. Every every new beginning hasn't comes from some other beginning's end. Is that closing time lyrics it's, by Semi Sonic? <laughs> it's closing time. Hey, I'm getting really into um, Semi Charmed Life. It's a great song. It's incredible. I mean, I don't love the meth aspect, but like all of it. Do do do. Do, 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 do. I really just, I'm, oh, it, my Spotify knows, like, do you want to play Jams by Tyler Oakley or do you want to play Semi Charmed Life? Like, those are the two <laughs> suggestions that it has at the top. Um, I, uh, my roommate was gone for like four days and I was really leaning into uh, being in the shower and being all, hey, Google, play, and then like playing all of the music that I want. Yes. Well, that should be every day of your life. What are you talking about? Uh, honey, I know. Well, because I get up earlier and I usually am like, I usually get up and I run and then I eat and I shower and I do all that before he's even awake and our bathroom's kind of close to his bedroom. So I can't be like, hey, Google, play <laughs> semi charm life. <laughs> well, you know what? It you might should, awake you... his slumber. <laughs> Who gives a fuck? You should be all... <laughs> Okay, Google Play spooky sounds, and maybe he will just incorporate itself into his dream. Play some rattling chains. Sure. Or you know what I do? I just bring I I just bring my (laughs) rattling chains into the shower. So like when I'm 
So when I'm getting all, you know, and then also that helps with if you're, if you need to make rust. Do you ever um, put your rattling chains through your belly button ring and wear it as like a waist um, bracelet, yes, like yes. the girls in the yes. 90s? Yes. yes. Well, no, what I usually do is, so you know those, uh, the belt loops of your denim. Yeah. You've and how, stitched and how you can like have skin. chains chained to, you know, and then maybe at the end of the chain, there's your wallet yeah. or something. So you're sh- <laughs> I loop it through my belly button ring so that if anything ever happens and anybody yanks it, it also yanks out my belly button and then everything spills out. <laughs> Daddy Yankee. And then I thought big mess. <laughs> I thought you were still talking about the shower, and I thought I didn't know you wore your denim into the shower. Oh, are you, yes. yes. Are you yes. never nude? <laughs> well, I feel like um, what I do is it's it's half laundry, half bathing. Oh yes, smart yes. and eco conscious. Yes, yes. Nice. Thank you. Next, you should do it while standing in a bucket while you fill the bucket and then you can reuse the bath water. Do what with the bucket? You stand in the bucket while you're okay. showering in your okay. denim with your rusty okay. chains. Okay. And the wa- instead of the water wasting and going down the drain, it's collecting in the bucket for you to reuse later. Mm. For you to like... For my good soup. For your good soup. You yes. could also bathe crouton in it. You could throw the baby out with the bath water. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, later, baby. Uh, yeah. Okay, these are all great ideas. Uh, yes, thank you. And, uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> um, happy well, belated well, Groundhog's Day. Oh, to thank all you. who celebrate. I did. I do. Do you I think? Love, I love that little hog. Do you know his name right off the bat? Punk Satani Phil. Yeah, that's a good drag if, king name. Punk Satani Phil. I think so. <laughs> Do you think um, she is shadow? <laughs> I thought if the left really wants to make the right crazy, we should have just really been like, we need to change that groundhog's name to something a little more gender neutral. <laughs> what? Punk Satani uh, Alex? or what what's a gender neutral name ashley i like ashley as a gender neutral name because you know what ashley parker angel really changed the game with that one well there you have it what about like sasha i think that goes both ways right sasha baron cohen sasha fierce you've got best of both worlds hell yeah yeah (laughs) so punk (laughs) sasha (laughs) cool did he see his shadow i don't know i didn't look I didn't look. Well, I, did he look? Is what I'm saying. It's all, it's just, you know, every year, it's all, they, well, all they do is they reverse what they say. They're like, and I, I, I know I've said this on the podcast before, but they're all, if he sees a shadow, it's four more weeks of winter. If he doesn't see a shadow, they're like four more weeks until spring. But it's like this, that they're just changing what they say, you know? It's still four weeks. Hey, speaking of which... I saw an Instagram post that was all only 30, like eight more days until the sun sets at 7 p.m. Okay. How how nice. Winter is over. Yeah, I mean, I guess I do like I do like having more daytime because when I'm done with a stream and it's pitch black, no matter what time of the day, it's, it's not good. And like the dogs, I think, get a little bit spooked if we walk them at the dark. If it's dark out, I think it's like scary for them. Do they um, do they get all fucked up with the time change? They're all like, "Where's my dinner?" 
I don't know. I don't, I haven't really asked. I think they're always asking for dinner. So like, it okay. doesn't really, they're <laughs> so not really they, they don't know. Nice, nice, yeah. hungry little boy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically. Aren't we all? <laughs> um. So we are watching Broad City all the way through. Hudson's never seen it. I love. And last night we got to the penultimate episode. So we only have one episode left. And um, I really, if you haven't seen Broad City, wow, what a great series, except for like three episodes in a row of the final season, but then they, they get back on track for the end. So like, you really should watch that. That's all, <laughs> Thank I, that's you. all I have to say about that. <laughs> I've been meaning to rewatch myself. You should re- rewatch it in order. It is a true well, delight. Honey, I'm not going to rewatch it out of order. Yeah. Okay, well. Um. My mom, did you see my post yesterday? My mom's watching Shit's Creek for the first time because my brother finally like gave her a Netflix login. And she's is she loving. me? Yes, <laughs> she's you. Okay, so she said Shit's uh, Creek. I tried to start that. I know you're the reason I watched it. it was oh. one a, a long list of shows you told me are great, and then I finished and you didn't. I never said it was great. I starting never said with Shit's Creek. Friday Night Lights. Mm, I never finished Friday Night Lights. Did the lights ever go out? <laughs> yeah, sure did. Riggins. Um, <laughs> I tweeted about that also. And I said, my friend said, my friend, you know, Danielle, she said that Tim Riggins isn't hot. I said, okay, well, well, not, not everyone has taste. And that's okay. That's what I said. That's what I said. How wrong was she? It's chill. I'm actually chill about the lack of taste. If everyone had taste, then how would we be curators of pop culture? (laughs) How could we have the podcast we have today if there weren't people that didn't have the taste? (laughs) Uh, You're right. Thank you for all having taste and listening. No, 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 no. Thank you for... Well, yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, having just enough taste to know to listen, but not enough taste to be uh, our competitors. For the (laughs) Queerty Awards. (laughs) Oh, my God. Hey, we're nominated. Yeah, I know. I I think we forgot to mention this last time. I think we forgot to mention it last nomination. When does voting end? Um, around. Yeah. Yeah, (laughs) sometimes. I'll put a swipe up in in my Instagram story. Uh, They stopped doing swipe up. Well, I know, but you do the, like, link thing. Yeah, it's, I think... Kids don't even know. Swipe up was culture, and now it's gone. And now it's link. It's it's it's. Listen. I feel uncomfortable with it because then I have to make an additional text area that says "click this link." No, I love. You don't have to. It's an option. I love being able to put whatever words I want. I could be all click for a whole pick. Oh, <laughs> and then and then really, they're just voting for the queerties. Who are we up against? Listen, bitch. It doesn't I matter. Tell you, people without taste. <laughs> right, right. Losers, nobodies, freaks. Uh, should we add to our podcast bio like five-time queerty oh. l- losers finalist is the word. Oh, Nom- nominee, perhaps. <laughs> I think. Have we really been nominated five times for this? It's got to be like four or five at this it's point. It's the Queerty's 10th anniversary, allegedly. And yeah. so like, uh, I vaguely remember, uh, we have definitely been nominated at least twice. Yeah. 
Hell I went yeah. through my tweets looking for like promo of it, but I, or like for archived like nomination lists. And I can't. maybe uh, is this our? Then maybe it's our third time only. Maybe it's all third times a charm. Mm, okay. Okay. <laughs> sure. Well, it depends on the voters. So if you want to vote for us, you can. The link is, you can't swipe up, but the link is around. You can click the link, I guess. <sighs> hey. <laughs> if hey. we win, if we win, what what's going to happen, Corey? An uh, acceptance speech at the Queerties? Yes. Well, we did get invited to attend in person. Which is always a good sign. That's that's half the battle <laughs> yeah. to winning. Um. What, what can if there's I one thing I learned from the Teen Choice Awards, if they don't give you a seat, you're not winning. Actually, what we'll do if we win is we'll just do a whole 30-minute episode acceptance speech. Absolutely. We will script it. Mm. We, we, will, we will write out 30 minutes worth of copy and we will just read and and we'll start we'll play music we'll start the music about a minute in and mm. we'll just keep building the music uh, louder and louder no i and think then, maybe then, not 30 minutes of it maybe we'll each give an acceptance speech but we'll each be in control of the playoff music for the other person if I start rattling chains, bitch, you know. <laughs> is that the playoff is, music? Uh, either that or you're really me, moving your head. Me at uh, uh, beaches in WeHo, where the uh, the Queerty Awards will inevitably be hosted at. Is rattling chains open? behind the stage to, to music people off for other categories. Is beaches still open? I don't know. Baby, I don't go out. I one time I think I'm I think I'm officially in a old. new era or a phase of my life because I don't remember the last time I ordered a drink, let alone paid a cover, let alone waited in a line, let alone was surrounded by humans and felt uncomfortable. It's kind of a nice thing, but I also kind of feel like, whoo, uh, what's everyone up to? Because <laughs> I'm not there. <laughs> well. They must be having fun without you. That's impossible. Or it's probably just the same sad experience that it always was. You know what? I had a truly the other night. (laughs) Speaking of the same experience. Yeah. Did you hear that Victoria Beckham? Do you know who that is? Uh, Yes. Posh Spice has eaten the same meal every day for the last 25 years. Okay, same. What does she want? Have you? Um, I mean, no. But yeah. I do I do have like six meals that I eat. I think all that's all humans. We right. all so have like what does she want? Little so she really honed in on book. one and she wants a, a, a Who is her publicist if this is the leading story? Uh, What's the meal? Her, her husband. Mr. David, Soccer? He was talking about it. M- Mr. Soccer himself? The oh, former, what is his the, name? David. David. Beckham. The, the, former, the former Spice Girls go-to comfort food, a piece of plain old whole grain toast with salt on top. Old or is it plain old? You're just saying plain old plain as a, old, as, a, as, a, as a phrase. The, or does she quote, specifically need it to be old? The quote says... A piece of plain old whole green toast with salt on top. You know what? Actually, when I was younger, I used to just put salt on bread. 
What? <laughs> yeah. I have white bread? Yeah, it's kind of like flavor. Because <laughs> it's like, you know what? Why don't you get what's, butter? What's the, what's the other option? Butter or jam? Okay, well, you're looking at everything that's in butter. <laughs> the butter. You know about the butter crisis video? <laughs> Yes. I made Hudson watch that the other day, and he's like, I don't get it. I was like, okay, well. Okay. Well, there's a butter crisis. What's there to get? There was a butter crisis, and, you know. Anyway, butter, you have everything that you're working with with butter, and then jam is so much sugar, and so, like, salt. What's everything you're working with with butter? Oh, butter. Cholesterol, certainly, or something. <laughs> certainly, or something. Are you a food scientist? Uh, certainly, or something. Hey, I watched your... Uh magic mushrooms documentary and i did not watch scream five well oh my god i am so shocked to find out <laughs> you didn't do your homework <laughs> color What'd you me think surprised of, what did you think of magic mushrooms fantastic fungi i well i texted you a few of my opinions while watching i don't think i ever got those texts you did you responded oh instantly. i didn't realize those were having to do with <laughs> can i read them Corey sure. says, Saturday night, 7 p.m. Corey says, why don't we give magic mushrooms to other animals, like dolphins, and see what they do for science? And I said, I say for fun. He says, let's, for fun and science. <laughs> and we no. left it at that. <laughs> well, the documentary was a little like, it was very much what you said. Like, I don't know if Neanderthal is the right uh, term or like Homo erectus or whatever. Some sort of pre-human okay. all ate a magic mushroom out of like dinosaur poop i did yeah. i i was looking it's, at my it's phone a theory a bit. it's a theory yeah and so then they're oh was it just a theory yeah baby we don't know anything about anything so they thought maybe these monkeys people ate the poop dinosaur mushrooms and then their brains just kept, they just kept having psychedelic trips and their brains just kept expanding because they kept thinking of the possibilities that the world could hold. And then they evolved into us. Well, so magic I'm mushrooms, all, magic mushrooms scientifically just create more yeah. pathways between your neurological. Right. So let's, so and let's, so like that could be the effect for all animals Is that we were saying with dolphins. Hell yeah. So I'm like, let's pick some of our brainiest animals mm. who who do you think's the smartest in the animal kingdom monkeys humans monkeys dolphins dogs cats so let's give them all some mushrooms and see if they get opposable thumbs i would do it but it happened over millions of years i got time baby so I think the components at play were you have a societal-based or communal-based animal that can do the deed of eating some shrooms, but then also tell others within their like group, like you <laughs> should also yeah. be you know, <laughs> you've got to turn this shit. That's why I said we, we need one of the dolphins to become a dealer mm. and be all first mushrooms free, baby. Well, he wouldn't say it like that. He would say it like, Right. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, it makes complete sense to me. I think we should do it. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if we start now, let's do it. Okay. Um, and then like our grandchildren, we, we, our uh, kids and our grandchildren. We enjoyed can. some experiences this weekend. 
along those lines. You and your dolphin friends? Me and my dolphin friends. And we, um, I was like, I don't know. I was, we were like having like a, a night in and just like giggling and wiggling and, you know, watching and, and laughing and playing with the dogs and blah, 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 blah. Well, you do love to laugh. Very true. <laughs> and I was like galloping around the living room on all fours. Have you ever tried it? <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I, my, you, I you wasn't my actually, but I was like, t- I was playing with the dogs in that way, you know. And then my I was living like, room couldn't support me being on all fours. There's not a lot of space. Sure, I'd have sure. to move the coffee table. <laughs> well, I was like, hey Hudson, you know about these people who learn how to gallop, and then you, you know what I'm talking people. about? Horse girls. Horse. Well, there's a. F- not all horse girls gallop, but but all <laughs> girls who gallop are horse girls, I think. But uh, we, I was like, you need to see these because you can like competitively gallop and do jumps yeah. as like a. I've I seen the video. <laughs> so there's a well, crisis, I, we tried to pull up a video and we got sucked down a rabbit hole of it was like a sixty minutes episode of of this family where half of the family walks on all fours and they were like, is this the missing link? And it's like, um, uh, uh, basically them hypothesizing that like half of the family's genes were like doing something real funky. Like they, they're denim, they read their denim and they've regressed and they like went the opposite route of instead of all uh, standing on, you know, your legs. Walking on walking up and, right, and it was it was not as fun and lighthearted as a, a fun horse girl galloping. Because if anything, it was just like it was. I didn't like it. It was dehumanizing if, in in every way. I was like, oh, this is. It. And then the the grand reveal was they had never thought to offer these people like a walker or something, and so they they were like, maybe you should try giving them a walker, and then within like months they were walking like you know like they could i thought you were saying they had made the decision to crawl instead of walk not that like their well, bodies they were, i think they were i think they were they never like the other kids in the family started walking at whatever age people start walking and these ones in the family never made that oh see you, I, and so, so they were walking on all fours but like they it was like their fingers were bent up because they were walking like you know like it was a little disturbing. i thought you were saying that there were like everyday people like me and you they who are. just got who just got fed up with walking oh, and decided no, to crawl no. well now it hasn't <laughs> been fed up and also, they weren't, they, they, these people didn't have gloves on. I'm like, okay, who? Well, baby, some, some people run barefoot. They like And the it. locals in the community were like, the kids bullied these people. It was very, there, it was like a village somewhere it's in another country and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, this is not the vibe I was trying to put on. <laughs> I was trying to just show you girls that gallop, not like, not like people who are if If you're trying going to tell me something. this is my next homework assignment. I think I'm going to take the F. <laughs> it's it's not. But I do recommend any girl gallop video. Girls who get the girls who gallop gallop and the girls who don't don't. Gorgeous gorgeous galloping girls. <laughs> <laughs> gorgeous gorgeous galloping girls go and vote for the queerties. 
<laughs> they, they, sure. they gallop on over. <laughs> they sure do. <laughs> Now, before we talk about anything else, we got to give some love to our sponsor for today's episode, and that is Discover. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Thank you so much, Discover, for sponsoring this week's episode of the podcast. We love you here at Psychobabble. Now back to the gossip. Um, what else is new, Corey Cool? I I, ha- I do have a question. What? So and I, th- and I mean no shade by this. I was I I was having oh I was having a fun night over the weekend too, mm. where all my, my friends and I just got stoned and we just laid on the couch and talked and listened to music. It was so nice to like not have an organized activity and just like sit and enjoy each other's company. Yes. But anyways, the topic of conversation turned to the artist Pink. Mm. And I like Pink. I, I appreciate her music. But I was just wondering, because you hear of all these like up and coming singers who are all, I want to be the next Ariana Grande. I want to be the next Beyonce. I want to be the next Rihanna. Have you ever heard someone out there who's just like, I want to be the next Pink? <laughs> um, no. Do those, do those hey, girls exist? And like, well, I, I don't. Well, do, <laughs> does anybody ever be like, I want to be the next Beyonce? Who's saying that? People say that. No, I feel like artists these days, nowadays, they're all like, I'm not the next anyone. I'm the first me. Well, well, then they're all like, well, they still get asked like dumb questions on talk shows and shit where they're like, who was influential for you growing up? Which is a roundabout way of sometimes asking yeah. that. And then they're like, oh, I loved so-and-so-and-so-and-so. But does anyone ever say, like, pink? Certainly. I don't know the girls. And you know there's, like, and you know there's these, like, pop up-and-coming pop girls that, like, gays and people who are in the know sometimes, like, know and have heard of before. You can just say gays. You don't... This <laughs> redundant before, to say and but, people who are in the know. And just like gays. This, like and the straights haven't heard of them yet and then we're all like oh but like no one's really in pink's lane <laughs> baby you, why don't you cook up this idea <laughs> and you get back to me when it's part of your stand-up this <laughs> is anything else you want to say about pink the girls who know pink would know that they should aspire to be pink because pink is the, <laughs> the most selling artist of all time is in she? australia <laughs> no is she I, I think so actually she's the most successful touring artist in australia i think does she I, still sometimes you... i just say things and yeah. i realized oh, the other, oh i know <laughs> i realized the other night i was just like saying things and and somebody was like is that true? And then I thought, you know what? No, it's you're not. gonna have to Google it too, though, because I heard from someone. I I heard I, I was saying something that I had heard from Mamer and Grace on their podcast, and then when somebody questioned it, I said, actually, 
I don't know if I can trust the source, not to call out Mamrie and Grace, but I, I certainly didn't Google it after they said it. I took it for fact. I don't know what so, it was, but. So what do you think Mamrie and Grace think of Pink? What? Think of Pink? Yeah, you think they love her? They, you think they want to be the next Pink? You think I don't think either of them vocal? want to be the next Pink. <laughs> no, I don't. Do you think either of their vocal stylings lend to that of Pink? No. Oh. But I do think they have the ambition to fly around a theater. Do you think she still does that at every show? I imagine Absolutely. Yes. every show she's like up there, Cirque du Soleil-ing. I, I, I think Pink is very aspirational. What's your favorite Pink song? <laughs> so what? <laughs> <laughs> and now, thank you for this, <laughs> this week's sponsor, Pink. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I would like to look up, because Pink has a very good um, Greatest Hits Hell yeah. album. God is a DJ, baby. God is a DJ. That's yeah. A, she really nailed it when she said that. Yeah. She, I'm um, telling you, I'm really not trying to shade her at all. I quite like Pink. I mean, some of her songs <laughs> are very like, so what, and you in your hand. But like... You don't like Funhouse? What would you... Oh my! And you now don't feel misunderstood? With, and now it's filled with evil clowns? Oh. If you were going to describe her in three words, her like musical stylings, what would you say? Um, is this a pink... Raw. <laughs> No beef? Is that for real? Raw? Yeah. Raw might be one of them because she's very, like, gritty and she's very, like, she's emotional and she's, like, she's not afraid to be ugly or dirty or, like, oh, or yeah. vulnerable. Like, she's very raw. And, and yeah, okay, creates. okay, okay. Um, I would say, <laughs> uh, um, um, well, you give a word. <laughs> I was talking about more about her, like, music in general. Punk! It's very like no, I just picture it's very like stadium, uh, like anthemy. Yeah, she's like a she's a she's a a mom who's edgy. My but friend want, but wants to inspire. My friend went and saw her the last time she was like touring in the Bay Area, and he said it was all lesbians at the show oh, well yeah <laughs> so i think we would do i think we would really fit <laughs> he in. said it was all lesbians he said he was the only guy there her greatest hits album is called greatest hits dot 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 so far so far three exclamation marks and you baby and you could have just asked me i could have told you that off the top of my head i'm not joking when i say it is 21 tracks that you will not push next on no, I disagree with that. Go I, like no, 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 no. Go, try it today. I some of some of them though just didn't. They just didn't really age well. But it's just the, get like, the party started. Oh, see, like I might skip that. Like, was it was it iconic in its day? Yes. Yeah. There you go again. Pitiful. Do I, I want to listen? Oh wait, she has a just like a pill. Oh, I you love know that. that. One. You, my mom loves that one. Trouble. Her greatest hits album came out 12 years ago. Jesus I know. <laughs> when she said so far, she was not joking, bitch. She wasn't. So I just, uh, I give it up to Pink. <laughs> and now it's filled with evil clowns. Okay. Um, well. <laughs> I'm not, I'm don't, I, I didn't want to, want to end on Pink. 
Are we ending uh, on pink? There's other you things talk that we about, need to talk about. Do you want to talk about Rudy Giuliani being on The Masked Singer? I think, no. I Well, I mean, I guess we could. I hate, um, I hate, I hate the... I hate the cycle that pop culture and uh, American TV goes through every single year. It's like we act like surprised every year when somebody despicable goes on Dancing with the Stars or Mass Singer or whatever is the like the dystopian reality TV experience that is on that year. Who do you think is the despicable person on this season of Celebrity Big Brother? I don't know who's on the, who's in the cast. Uh, they did. Oh, they really... you know what? I did see. <laughs> Who, it, who's your aunt? <laughs> uh, I saw a promo video of the, an announcement of the cast, and mm-hmm. they went one by one, uh, showing revealing who was on and the you, cast. And you didn't know any of them other than Carson Kressley. No, no, no. They showed the first person, and I thought. What a choice to lead with that person because I no longer want to see who's in the rest of the cast, let alone watch. And so I don't know who's in the rest. Carson Kressley's in it. I would watch that. I'm really rooting for Carson. Well, yeah, we all are. Yeah. It's a good cast-ish. Mm. It's just frustrating to watch a show like that when like none of them know what, what game they're playing. As a Big Brother fan, it's hard to like watch. Well, it's, it's annoying that playing. they call it Big Brother because it's not Big Brother. What Bitch, you want to play Big Brother? It should be longer than two weeks. Everyone should not be paid to be there. Well, but even the normal people get paid to be there. They get like a thousand no, no, dollar yeah, they get a, a, they get a stipend, like a uh, appearance stipend per day or whatever. Or, yeah. But like these people are getting appearance fees and they're getting paid buco bucks just to show up. So they not don't really buco care. Buco bucks. They, they don't care if they win or lose. They have no stake in the. I mean, I'm sure they want to win and get more airtime, but like they're not getting the Big Brother experience. No. Put these my... people in a what 70, 80 day house. That's then we'll my. Talk. That's my complaint. Is it's like they they do cast like four people who want to play, and then there's like eight people who are just there, which makes it hard to like watch and enjoy. I just feel like um, they are capitalizing on the success of Big Brother when this is really just, I'm a celebrity, get me out of here. Or whatever they do over in the UK. Well, listen, Julie Chen needs, Julie Chen Moonves needs work during the winter too. (laughs) Um, Are you going to see the Cheaper by the Dozen remake? What do you think I saw the Cheaper by the Dozen original? Was that uh, I sure in that? didn't. Cheaper by the Dozen. Is that that show where there were 12 kids? Duggars. No, Cheaper by the Dozen. In my head it was like Steve Martin plays yes. the bumbling doctor. Yes. While Hillary Duff is the like second eldest daughter and Tom Welling is there. You oh. know he went to my high school. Okamis alumni. Mm-hmm. Is no, he now the bumbling it's, doctor? It's that guy from that one nurse oh, show yes. that's not Grey's Anatomy. That guy from that what? He's also House? in Gar- he's also in Garden State, maybe. House? Zach Breath. Is he the dad? As the bumbling dad. <laughs> and then somebody else. Um I think it's Hold on. Why is there a Gabrielle cheaper by Union? The, yes. Cheaper by the dozen two. Gabrielle no, Union. As the bumbling missus. 
Zach Braff as the bumbling mister. And I, I don't I, know any of these other, um, I don't know the children. But it looks like I'm counting the people on the on the cover. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's a cover? Wait, yeah. It's, it's baby, it's, yes. I'll send it it's, to you right it's now. It's post-production? It's post-production, honey. It's a Disney Plus original. I don't know. Zach um, Braff and Gabrielle Union juggle family chaos in the first trailer for Disney Plus's Cheaper by the Dozen reboot. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. I count ten children and two dogs on the cover. A little chihuahua and a big um, Doberman or something. Well, so, like, are, are two of the dozen dogs? Yes, baby. Why not? Yeah. Maybe all of these people walk around on all fours. Oh my God, a galloping <laughs> cheaper by the dozen. The only difference is they gallop. Everyone in the family yes. gallops. Yes. I would watch. I would actually watch that. And I would like it to not be addressed why they gallop or <laughs> why they're all on, on all fours. Well, there you have it. Oh, did you just send me a picture of this? Yes. You think I? You think I want this? I don't know. Um, I also, I also would like to touch on Drag Race because. Oh shit! Yeah, we've got five two, minutes. Yeah, two big updates happened, and I think it's important. Let's finish it out. Um, if so, if you're not all caught up. You should then you can end the episode now and go vote for us on the queerties. Bam bada bing bada boom. Um <laughs> Gallop on one, over. Did you watch UK versus the world? Yes. Okay. Um do you like it? Do you care? It's interesting. It's it's I will watch it as I've said. Um I was like not blown away in the first episode, although I was happy with the elimination. Wow. I mean, you know what? I thought the uh, a correct person was in the bottom. However, I am bummed. I'm here's what I'm hoping for. Okay, so basically what they did was a talent show. Lemon, who I was very excited to watch, gave a fierce performance, but it was a little bit dead in the face was the complaint, I think. Yeah. Like she just wasn't really animated. Um and she ended up going home. Is this a queen I would have wanted to see more from? Yes. So, like, I'm a little bit, like, bummed about that. But when there's only, like, what, eight people in the cast? Right. People got to go home. That's the, that's the name of the game. What I was saying is when it came down to the bottom two, I wanted Lemon to go home. If was, I had had my, like, pick of the litter to go home in the first week, no. The person I wanted to go home didn't. But who, once who it did was you like, want to go home? Um, I just say, uh, I, I'm just not, uh, wow. I'm just not in love with bag of chips. That's fine. You don't have to be the, when we, when we talk about, we are talking about reality contestants, not humans in this, like in this way. Like we're talking about as contestants in a reality show, you're allowed to have like preferences. I just got a little nervous because I get that they're like the ones when they come back for a second season and they have a shtick from the first season and it's very brown cow stunning for eight episodes. Like I just like if I have to sit through eight episodes of much better, I'm not going (laughs) to I'm not going to be happy about it. Yeah, I agree with that. I'm also kind of like, uh, I don't know if I needed to see more from 
any of the UK queens. Like I liked all three of them. But like when I, when I think of people coming back to All Stars or I guess now UK versus the world or whatever it's gonna be, like I should be like, oh, I'm seeing the evolution. Like Shangela yeah. really gave the evolution. Do I think Juju B is gonna give me the evolution? No. No. Do I think I think Blue Hydrangea so far it's been an interesting like presentation so maybe she is going to give me some type of evolution from what she was before but is Bag of Chips giving me evolution? I don't think so. Is Cheryl Hole giving me evolution? I don't think so. Maybe I there's a lot left to be shown and I would like to see it. I'm I mean Jimbo is my pick to win. Yeah. Um I mean, you're saying exactly what I was saying. And and I said it after the cast announcement, too. It's like, I enjoyed some of the season one UK queens on their first season. But now it feels like it's been so long. Like, I was more excited to see other UK queens from, like, season two and season three. And then the three that they brought from season one, I wasn't super high on, like, any of them during their first season. I enjoyed moments of theirs. So I I feel like, yeah, I would have much rather probably seen any of the three of them go home versus lemon in the first episode but once the like once it shook out who the bottom two was i really wanted janie to stay yeah i'm i i'm very into is it pangina pangina yeah pangina pangina heels um who is the uh drag race thailand host i love a host coming and competing. Love it. Yeah. It's I vulnerable. Was... It makes me like respect the like uh the the um casting of them being a host in the first place because it's like now they gotta fucking show why they deserve to be a franchise leader. Like I would have liked if every host from the international series came and competed. That I think is like <laughs> exciting and interesting. Yeah. Um yeah, Bro- no, Brooklyn, come on now. I was, ex- I was, I didn't know anything about Pangina because I had only watched like the first season of um, Drag Race Thailand. Um, so I was excited. Like, I didn't really know what to expect, but I was impressed in the first episode and I liked a lot of what she did. And um, I thought she really <laughs> did win that lip sync. J- J- Jimbo was just kind of <laughs> flouncing around up there. Do you think, do you think Jimbo fl- uh, threw it? No, uh, I had friends who <laughs> who've seen Jimbo uh, perform <laughs> uh, at bars and said it's very that. Well, yeah, but it's I like mean, she's a like a like more of a skit comedy queen, like right. Jimbo's talent show, the girls that get it get it, the girls that don't <laughs> don't. And I think it w- I had a conversation with somebody. Uh, we were talking about like who we liked and who we didn't like, and the somebody said Jimbo was boring, and I was like, oh my god, imagine boring. not not getting it to the extent of calling it boring. I'm like, oh, and, you're you're dumb. <laughs> and I thought her her runway look was like above and beyond the most exciting. Yeah, she just, she like, came to say like and... I I am every part of drag that you can test me on, and I will do yeah. it. I guess except <laughs> lip syncing. <lip> <laughs> Well, thankfully, they only have to lip sync for the wins and not for their lives this time. Jujubee's talent show. I fast forwarded it. Like, <laughs> I understand. I love Jujubee, I understand but... everyone can want to pursue whatever they want to pursue. But, like, where's the twist that makes it exciting? Yeah. There, there's I was... no nerve or edge to it. 
I was watching it the same time as a friend and they were watching from their house. I was watching from my house and they were like three minutes ahead of me and I was trying to catch up so we could be like watching and texting together. And then when I saw she was like singing a slow song, I thought, I listen, I am above and beyond one of the biggest B stands, but I don't want to watch her sing a slow song. <laughs> so I Didn't she do that in a previous talent show? Um, yeah, I think I, I think I forwarded that too. Like I... I... I want to root for Juju B because I love Juju B and I could I always appreciate Juju B being on a season because I think she's funny and she gives a good talking head and she's like yeah she's she's great she's a wonderful franchise uh you know face but yeah. I'm like uh, if this is what her fourth time around you better fucking give me a reason for you to have been cast four times like the fourth time better be like Nothing like what we've seen so far, and I just don't think we're getting that. So, I mean, I'll watch it all. You know I will. We'll I think there. I'm most excited for Mo Hart, artist formerly known as Monique Hart. Um, I will say I really enjoyed her looks. The first, like, every look she brought. That I green was like, look? Whew. Yeah, I was, like, stunning. Incredible. <laughs> Brown cow stunning. Incredible. Um, she's it seems like she's really leaning into this like villain slot though, so I'm gonna see how that plays out. But the looks are there. I didn't love her song either to be QH, but even during the performance, I thought she looked great. I was yeah, and but she yeah <laughs> yeah. I think um I'm excited. I think the fi my final lineup would have been with Lemon, but I think Pangina, Mo Hart, and Jimbo. Final and, three. That, that, those are my final three picks. Damn. UK versus the world. No UK left. But <laughs> certainly they're going to keep somebody from the UK for UK versus the world. For the bag of, bag of chips? I don't know. I don't know. Okay, let's also talk Drag Race US. US. Cool, 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 cool. So I watched the, uh, I watched the, like, they always do, like, the first act and they release it on Wednesdays, like, the first 10 minutes ahead of the Friday episode. And I was all excited to watch this last week. And then I, and then they cut it after two minutes. And I was like, damn, what the F is going down <laughs> in the first 10 minutes that they had to cut it and only show us two minutes. And then I watched the episode and I saw mm. what, ha what had happened. Mm -hmm. yeah. Thoughts, questions, concerns. So uh, they come back into the workroom. I was curious as to how they managed to, because the people were genuinely surprised that cornbread wasn't there. So I was like, how did that work? How did they goop the entire cast into not realizing she was there until they were all like around the table? Well, I think they're all in different holding rooms or at least split up into groups within. That's what rooms. I and, thought. And nobody's allowed to be talking in the first place if there's no cameras. So like, uh, and I bet if they are all staying somewhere, they were, brought in in vans multiple vans and right. so like that you wouldn't my know who's too. missing from the other van yeah i thought they must do it in like two groups two vans two holding rooms everyone on ice which is all don't talk um and then when they walked in they realized that she wasn't in either group but anyways they announced that she had hurt her leg her ankle during a comedy skit thing she had done um the week before and the doctor said uh she couldn't perform or she needed to like have very little movement on it for like six to eight weeks. So she's out. She is out. I mean, this is a, not, not, one could even say we have reached a, um, a pattern on drag race of Queens getting injured 
um, who are front runners, like Eureka, and who was the one in the UK, the cis uh, straight Victoria. Or I don't know if she was straight. Was she a lesbian? I don't know. She was know. only there for like Victoria Stone, 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 Stone. <laughs> um, who else has been injured? I, I think I that's know. it. Uh, I mean, I guess when you go on Drag Race, you know it is a there. There's going to be a lot of movement and stuff, but it feels like how are so many queens getting injured? I don't know. A lot of people on my timelines were being like. Um, why are, why is this show so dangerous for drag queens? Um, but it's also like everything that every instance that we named, I mean, they injured themselves. It wasn't like anything was like asked of them to yeah. do something that they like, no one told them to like roll on the floor or slide on their knee or do a high kick. Yeah, you're right. Maybe you're right. Eureka's cause that was that the cheerleading challenge? I don't remember. I think so. Um, but the others were like performance. So I don't know. Um, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out. Cause I definitely thought cornbread was a front runner. Um, I think it definitely like opens the door for some others to kind of flourish or kind of like take a third spot or a fourth spot into the like final four or final three, whatever they end up doing this season. Um, it'll be interesting to see if they invite her back. It seems like she was a fan favorite so far. So probably highly likely that she'll be back next season um yeah i I, it was the best thing that could have happened for literally everybody in the cast like she was a finalist contender if not a winner edit from my point of view and i think all of them knew she was like she had charm she like the judges loved her like if you have that you you make it a lot further than some of these queens who like feel like they have an uphill battle even like trying to present their drag to the judges um so i actually appreciated uh diabetti being like being honest that like because i feel like some some queens wouldn't want to say that like oh what a relief that the competition is getting out but like that is probably how all of them are feeling. I know Willow was uh, emotional about it, but like, I think, I, th- I, I think Willow was be- also being honest when Willow said, uh, well, I pictured the two of us at the end together. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I appreciated that they like let her film a little video and like say a little message to everybody, which I thought was cute. I'm glad they let her showcase her like exit on Untucked. Um, I didn't see, I bel- I mean, I assume she had already done like a whatcha pack in with Michelle. I didn't watch it myself, but I thought I saw a clip on um, Instagram that somebody had like cut of a, one of their conversations and I thought she looked incredible there. Um, but yeah, it'll be interesting to see how it plays out because it was similar to the, yeah, when Victoria Scone got injured on UK last season and she was definitely someone I thought was going to go far. So we'll see now who the new top four will be it was also interesting having the episode lead with that and then watching okay you know this is a tv show you know there are producers you know people are crafting storylines and making um contestants seem like they could make it all the way like that's part of making the audience root for certain 
contestants is like showing them in a way that makes you think, okay, well, maybe they could go all the way and maybe even possibly win. Like it's boring if only one seems like they could win. And so you see like, I, I, and I, I don't want to say like cornbread leaving is the reason why other queens are now being highlighted, but you, I think some new faces got to shine this episode. Like Bosco really shined. Um, Angeria was already shining, but uh, I think Lady Camden was shining at least plot wise. Yeah. Though Lady Camden's look, why is it? I don't, I'm no hater. I am not a hater. But I feel like, A, we've seen other contestants do this exact same look. Better. Better. Yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, it was interesting. I don't know. I really liked the runway theme. The challenge itself, the last couple of challenges, I thought were not great. Um, and even when they were filming this week's challenge, which was like those like bad infomercials or whatever it was supposed to be. Like when they were describing it, I thought, I don't really get it. And then I watched them film it and I thought, I don't really get it. And then I thought maybe once they edit it all together, I'll laugh. And like, I didn't find any of it funny. Yeah. When was there ever a, um, a Sarah McLaughlin esque, uh, infomercial for charity that it was about, it was like why was, was that an, a thing why, why i don't know they it have was to be a, like sing-songy it was an interesting challenge i didn't love the challenge and then yeah the uh, the last two have felt very similar also so i was just like oh have we have we hit the bottom of the barrel with these uh weekly maxi challenges yeah i, I it wasn't it wasn't my favorite um it was kind of like two comedy-ish acting things-ish back to back that I didn't feel like we're super different. I don't know. I loved seeing Georges perform. Kill it. Yeah. I think Georges lip sync assassin of the season. I think she will be in the bottom. She will be in the bottom a couple more times and she will survive a couple more times. Something about, uh, her performance felt like the, felt like it was sped up. And I don't know if it's the way she moves or if it was actually. I thought it was incredible. Maybe I was too stoned. But I think you were also getting cont- uh, um You were also able to. You had you had no choice but to compare it to who she was lip syncing that, against. That could be fair too. Um, but yeah, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Uh, I I agree. I think she'll definitely be in the bottom again. Um, I'm I'm really thinking they'll set up a like Jasmine versus. George's lip syncs because they're both big performers. So, and the two youngest of the season. So, George's is twenty-one years old. A child. A child. I mean, yeah, I I loved seeing um, her talk about like uh, her parents going to drag. Like oh, she yeah, very much represents so the future of like what it means to be queer. The youth. Yes, the youth. Youth. The last thing I was gonna say, Deja Sky, what was that about in in Untucked? Untucked. It's so interesting. I don't know. I I saw. It's funny because I didn't watch Untucked Friday night, but I watched it Saturday when I got back from my run club. So I had seen tweets the night before that were like, "Be nice to Deja," and I was like, "Oh God, what are we in for?" Um, I my, I always. It's always so tough for me to like sit and watch anyone, in untucked who was like safe like 
complain or vent. I just, I just don't, I get that they, it's important to get the criticism from the judges and that sort of thing. But like, that's the one <laughs> drag race trope or whatever that I'm so over is like safe girls in the, in the workroom afterward, like complaining about being safe. I just cannot imagine if I were in that position that I wouldn't just be so grateful that I got another week. And I mean, I feel like that's like the, when we were on the race and we didn't win an episode, we didn't like go back and cry and be like, we didn't get first or second place. We were like, Oh, how cool we get to race again tomorrow. Right. I just, yeah, I think it's, um, it, he, your main character syndrome is always showing. <laughs> and, um, I also didn't like them talking shit about like, maybe Jasmine Kennedy is annoying. Okay. Maybe she talks too much, blah, 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 blah. Whatever you might feel about her. If you're a contestant on the show with her valid fine whatever but like to like talk shit about her when she's not in the room and to like be like oh i'm not gonna be like jasmine kennedy and complain but like but to do that when she's not there to defend herself yeah multiple times i don't know it's just kind of like oh um that it seems that's like not a it's just not my vibe it's not well it doesn't have to be anywho I gotta go. Oh, shit. Yeah, you do gotta go. Okay, Corey, where can people find you? You can find me um, crawling around on all fours. Cool. You can find me galloping on all fours. To the Patreon. Hell yeah. (laughs) Vote for us in the Queerties. We'll see you next week. Okay, bye. Love you later. Bye.